The Torah content from now through Pesach has been sponsored by the Kofsky family in loving memory of Adira, who loved big ideas and asking big questions. Hello, I am Rabbi Matt Schneeweiss, and this is the Stoic Jew Podcast, where we explore the relationship between Judaism and Stoicism. Today's reading is from Marcus Aurelius Meditations, Book 7, Chapter 7. Uh, and Marcus Aurelius writes, Do not be ashamed of needing help. You have a duty to fulfill, just like a soldier on the wall of battle. So what if you were injured and can't climb up without another soldier's help? Okay, so I'm going to attempt to uh, to uh, make a coherent episode here, uh, In uh, but I'm not exactly sure what I'm going to say, so we'll see if it all comes together. <laughs> um, so um, I was thinking about this because I was, uh, as you know, uh, I've mentioned in the last couple of episodes that Lomdeha is now officially over. Uh, Lomdeha is where I was teaching in the mornings. And next year, I will uh, still be working at uh, YBT full-time now, thank God. Um, but uh, there is definitely a um, a question of how I'm going to earn the salary that I was earning at Lomdeha. Uh, meaning, um, the initial plan at around this time last year was uh, for me to tutor uh, just like freelance tutoring. Um, but because of Lomdeha and YBT, then, uh, I was, uh, I didn't need to do that. But now that Lomdeha is, uh, is gone, then I, uh, I need to figure out what I'm going to do to earn that supplemental, uh, or that, that not supplemental income, that income. So anyway, um, I've been thinking and, and I mentioned last time about how, uh, I find it very, I think I mentioned this last time that I find it very, uh, you know, I would have used the word awkward to, engage in aggressive self-promotion. Um, I find it awkward because it doesn't come natural to me and because it is, uh, uh, it's not something that I've really had to do before. You know, I've, I've been a high school teacher, uh, prior to this for over a decade. Uh, and, uh, all I had to worry about was teaching. And now I find myself in a position where if I want to continue teaching, then I'm going to have to engage in this, uh, this self-promotion and this self-marketing. So, I've been thinking about that. And then when I saw this excerpt from Marcus Aurelius, I realized, oh, I think I know part of why I am having a hard time doing this is because I think I feel ashamed of needing help. Now, it's not that in general I feel ashamed to ask for uh, for help, but I think in this area, um, then it feels different because it involves money. And I think that I kind of feel that I'm asking people, I feel that I'm asking people for tzedakah, okay? Um, and the thing I realized is that I'm not. In fact, the first time I realized this was years ago when I was still being very underpaid for the amount of teaching that I was doing. And I was talking to some friends about it who are also in education. And uh, two of my friends gave me the same advice, which was that um, that I should ask for a raise uh, and you know, they, they advised me on, on, uh, on what approach I should take. But then the thing they kept on reminding me, I guess this isn't advice. This is more encouragement is they said, you know, it's not, you know, you're, you're not Tadaka. Like you're not a Tadaka case. Like you are, uh, a, uh, you have are a professional teacher who does a good job and who should be paid for doing what, what he what what he's qualified to do and for for you know for for going above and beyond uh, what what he's doing and that kind of shook me out of this and I guess I, I that was the first time I had realized that in asking for a raise uh, then I kind of felt like I was asking for tzedakah. 
Um, and I'm sure that that comes from my own issues in terms of money or in terms of the way that I relate to my my profession. Um, but what I found useful about this Marcus Aurelius quotation is the is he makes recourse to the the muscle of the soldier, you know, to the uh, anal- to the allegory of the soldier or the analogy. Um, and I actually talked about this. I was trying to look at when I talked about this. I talked about this in my 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 thirty seventh birthday episode on January. Um, uh, well, my birthday is on January tenth, but this was on January eighth earlier this year, and I quoted. Uh, from Epictetus. And I want to reread that quote because I've been thinking about it in conjunction with this excerpt today. So Epictetus says, um, do you not know that life is a soldier's service? One man must keep guard, another go out to reconnoiter, another take the field. It is not possible for all to stay where they are, nor is it better so. But you neglect to fulfill the orders of the general and complain when some severe order is laid upon you. You do not understand to what a pitiful state you are bringing the army so far as in you lies. You do not see that if all follow your example, there will be no one to dig a trench or raise a palisade, and no one to keep night watch or fight in the field, but everyone will seem an unserviceable soldier. So too it is in the world. Each man's life is a campaign and a long and varied one. It is for you to play the soldier's part. Do everything at the general's bidding with a capital G. Uh, divining his wishes, if it be possible. So, so the muscle of a soldier is uh, is an interesting one. And I don't even remember what I said last time, but the way I'm thinking about it today is a soldier has a specific role and specific orders, and the orders issue from the general. And the soldier's job is not to um, is not to devise the entire military strategy. The soldier's job is to do is to follow his orders and to do the job that he's been given. Um, so I think that's a very useful muscle, but the difficulty lies in that last part because he says, Epictetus ended off by saying, it is for you to play the soldier's part, do everything at the general's bidding, divining his wishes if it be possible. So with an actual soldier, then you, in an ideal situation, I guess, then you get um, you get orders from your general and then you have to, you have to go about uh, you know, applying all of your talents to fulfilling it. And I guess that was really the the state that I found myself in for my career as a high school teacher is that I would have a boss and I would uh, I would get my uh, my orders and and uh, I would you know thankfully be given a lot of leeway within those those uh, those you know those assignments but I would be able to apply all of my my talents to to making that happen. But then what changed this year, which I think is what I talked about and the last time I talked about the soldier muscle, is that the role is not clear. I mean, this was a new role. It was a new role in yeshiva. It was a new role for me, a new t- type of teaching, a uh, lot of unknowns in terms of the year itself. And now I find myself transitioning into yet another new role. I mean, you know, I'm, uh, Lomdeha is gone and now I'll be in, in uh, YBT full time. And uh, my my teaching role is, uh, and my administrative role is, I'm still figuring it out. Uh, and we are still figuring it out in Yeshiva uh, because we are, you know, we're, uh, this year was was uh, the beginning of many new structures, but it, but it was, uh, it was also a, a lot of uh, strange things because of, because of COVID. But, you know, the, the, the real pressing thing right now is, is what is my role supposed to be? You know, I can't get orders directly from the general because I don't have prophecy <laughs> and I can't know uh, what I am uh, uh, meant to do. I don't even like to use that term because that implies that there is a meant to do, uh, which is not necessarily the case. But I guess in particular, my question here is like this is, you know, here's what I would like to do. And I've said this before, but what I would like to do is I would like to be able to to be making enough money to pay my bills so that I could continue to 
to teach what I want and to whom I want and not have to worry about about making every teaching endeavor into a gig. For example, I mean, I, I, I teach, you know, this year I've, I've taught a lot of my former students, uh, for free. Um, and I've made a lot of free content, uh, and I have, uh, experimented with different, different types of things like this podcast. And, um, I, you know, it would be a very different world if I had to charge, for every single thing that I did. And I don't want to get into that position. I mean, uh, b- primarily because it's, it's uh, you know, it's going to reduce the reach of my, my Torah content. Uh, but also it would make, you know, I, I like, let's say these, uh, these, you know, my, my Shalhevet students who I've taught for the, you know, who um, I've, I've taught over the course of this year, my former Shalhevet students who were in ninth grade last year, who I've been teaching this year um, for, for free. Uh, if I told them that, Sorry, guys, like you need to pay my tutoring rate. My tutoring rate is $110 per hour. And uh, and like, you know, uh, you got to, you know, cough up the cash. Uh, otherwise, I'm not going to teach you. I think that would just turn them off to, to learning. I mean, you know, they, they would just not learn with me. And so I would love to be in a position where I can just offer a class to them or when they ask me to give a class, then I could just give a give a class to them. And uh, that's it. And I don't have to worry about the money. Um, so uh, So that's really the position I would like to be in. But the question is, going back to the soldier metaphor here is, is that really what I, what my, what I meant to do this year? In other words, maybe, maybe it is time to kind of uh, fold up shop in many ways and, you know, focus on teaching my students in yeshiva and then, and then, you know, pay the bills with other forms of one-on-one tutoring. Um, and, uh, and, you know, not continue to experiment with, uh, with, re- you know, reaching out and, uh, and trying, you know, n- new content and giving these, uh, these shirim. I really don't know, but that, th- th- this is the difficulty that I'm trying to express here is that, that with a, uh, with a real soldier, then you get orders and you fulfill them. And I think that's, that's how I function best as a teacher is that my creativity is not in, in the, uh, my, my creativity is in terms of the actual teaching itself, uh, in terms of the the setting up my own situation in order to be able to teach. That's that's new territory for me, and uh, and and I'm significantly less comfortable doing that. And so, so, but that's what I have to really deal with here. Is is my is the next goal? Is the next uh, step in my in my soldiers' campaign to tackle that and to start marketing myself and, uh, and try to raise, uh, uh, a, you know, a, a salary to make up what I was earning from, uh, Lomdeha and go in that direction. Or is, uh, is, you know, or should I withdraw and, um, and, you know, and rely on the more tried and true model of, of just one-on-one tutoring, which is something that I do know how to do, uh, and then just, uh, generate, you know, my income that way, which again, I, I, Right now, I would enjoy that less, and I also think that that it would benefit far, 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 far fewer people. Um, and then the question also is like, you know, I was, I was thinking last night about the the podcasts, you know, and like I've mentioned this before, you know, the Stoke Jew podcast is is quite popular, uh, but the Ramam Bakia's podcast is not. And like, I keep on thinking to myself, at what point will I just decide to? Will have to decide to maybe not devote that time and money to to these other podcasts, you know, these are the questions that are on my mind. These are the questions that have been keeping me up at night. Um, and, uh, but I think that this, just to wrap it up here, I think that this was a, an important step, 
uh, this this uh, excerpt from Marcus Aurelius because uh, do not be ashamed of needing help, just like a soldier. You know, like soldiers, if they are injured, do need uh, you know will 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 ask for help from their fellow soldiers, uh, and uh, and it's understood among soldiers that you know you help your you know you you help your buddy. You know, um, and uh, and I think realizing that I was feeling some shame about asking for this. Um, I think will be a good first step in overcoming that and then doing what needs to be done, whether that means being more aggressive in my self-promotion or whether that means changing the model and, uh, and, you know, and going into tutoring. So, yep, these are the things that are on my mind. These are the things that uh, kept me up uh, last night. Uh, I had uh, uh, the insomnia has still been back, you know, woke up at, uh, I didn't look at the clock then, but I suspect from the, t- the fact that I got out of bed at 4.45, I think this was like, it must have been like at 3 a.m., 3.30, um, and these were the issues that kept me up at night, so, but, you know, that's the, uh, that's my campaign right now, so, uh, so, have to, uh, you know, rethink what I'm going to do. Anyway, I apologize for those who, <laughs> who were expecting uh, more ideas, um, as opposed to just me thinking out loud about my life, but you know, that's the nature of this podcast. Like I'm, uh, they're meditations and this is what I, this is what I'm medita- meditating on today. Um, and, uh, we'll see where, where it takes me. Um, I guess since this is, oh, I guess that's it for today's episode. Um, if you've gained from what you've learned here today and would like to support my production of even more Torah content, please consider contributing to my Patreon at www.patreon.com slash Rabbi Schneeweiss. Link is in the description. And, um, I uh, I just saw a new feature on Patreon when I was looking through the settings. They now allow you to, uh, if you want, instead of paying month by month, to to commit to paying for an, uh, contributing for an entire year up front uh, with a discount. And so um, if that's something you want to do, then I will be very, uh, very thankful for that uh, just to ensure like the, uh, you know, that I, I have the... Um, the contribution for the entire year. And since this is the first of the month, I want to thank individually all of my patrons. Uh, and uh, they are, thank you to Tamar, Isaiah, Isaac, Rafi, Danny, Anne, Aaron, Ed, Moshe, Dove, Esti, Ellie, uh, Dan S, Gersh, Stephen, uh, Adam, Albert, Avi H, uh, Gabi, Ariel, Ezra, Yaakov, Dani, Johnny, Terry, Elliot, Jonah, Daniel, Yael S, Shai, Frederick, Yael W, John, Gaula, uh, Jacob, Avi G, uh, Rachel, Dan L, Mayan, Panina, Alyssa, John W, Stephen B. Thank you so much, uh, all of you, for literally making uh, all of this possible and um, and for supporting my efforts to make Torah ideas available and accessible to everyone.